Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by our patrons like Sarah Cleaver, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get patron-only bonus stories, stickers, and more. Sign up today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. Hi, this is Ellie Rogers from Ibukuni, Japan, and you're listening to That Story Show, surprisingly enough. So before you get to the podcast and all that boring jazz you all love, I just want to say to James that, Hi, arigatouzumashita, shudaiko suru san Hey! This is That Story Show, people. Hey podcast people, this is That Story Show where we're telling hilarious real life stories and inviting you to do the same. This is episode 382, brought to you the week of June 10th, 2021. I am your host, my name is James Kennison and my good friend is here. Hey, I'm John and happy National Ballpoint Pen Day. Is it already that time of year? It is. Wow. James, today is a day that National Ballpoint Pen Day, we recognize the useful writing utensils and, and we commemorate the anniversary of the patent filing on June 10th, 1943. Wow, man. Seriously, these things are silly, but can you imagine life before the ballpoint pen? You had to use no. one of those ink dipper things. Yeah, well, that's actually, those are actually kind of hip or whatever yeah uh, they're they're coming days. back around whatever whatever but yeah, seriously most of us people. sane people use ballpoint pens i mean they everybody do. does and i use one you know you know how you could observe this day i would die to know because the day is almost over and i haven't it celebrated it all right well make sure you have a pen in your hand a ballpoint oh uh, i do i do i have one now and i have a piece of paper there okay. you go. Well, here's how you observe this day. This all right. blessed day among days. Create a doodle. Oh. Yeah. Is that all? Make a list. I don't want to. What about a memo? You uh, can create a memo. Uh, Circle your favorite days on the calendar with I, it? No, no. That's dumb. Use the hashtag ballpoint pen day when using social media? I'm not going to tweet this at all. Okay. So you're not in the doodling mood, eh? No. Not at all. Well... That's okay, because it's also National Black Cow Day. Awesome! That's what I can get behind. Black cows. Yeah. I love black cows. They're better than white cows or spotted cows or any other kind of cow. I Brown love cows. the living, breathing national cow. The national black cow. Yeah. yeah. Do, you know, do, you know what, do you know what those are? Um, living, breathing cows that you see on the side of the road that walk around, <laughs> eat grass I'm and in- stuff? No. <laughs> yes, I guess. <laughs> Was the cow that free cow that you got? Was that a black cow? I don't know. I I was I was living away from home when the free cow whole thing happened. Oh, okay. Well, uh, a, a a black cow is also another name for a, a root beer float. Oh, so dang the root beer float Dr. was pepper float. It's was, a brown cow, but it's not National Brown Cow Day. So it's a black cow. That's black I've cow. never heard of that before. Have you ever heard of that? 
As a matter of fact, I have. Oh, it must be a regional thing. I've never heard of I, a root beer float called a black cow. I, I would pretty cow. pretty much be assured that I would go down as a racist if I ordered a black cow. <laughs> just my luck, you know? It's just my luck. You ordered a what? You know? So. Why would you do that? Are you not <laughs> sensitive to the cows these days? <laughs> anyway, I would yeah. I would cry and I would try to explain. But um no, ballpoint pens are important. This is a day yeah, of celebration. Thank you for bringing it to our minds. Well, and yeah. I I should have added it to my daily prayer regimen. Thank you God for ballpoint pens. They yeah. are pretty genius. Don't you think that maybe like Google should have a doodle like a yeah. Google Doodle for, for what ballpoint is, what pens. Is, what is Google's doodle today? I'm going to look them up. Oh, I accidentally looked up GOG, which is uh, a gamer website. They have oh. nothing. Not even nothing. for nothing. No. Not even for black cows. Oh, man. Black cows matter. That's why I'm just going to say it right now, dadgummit. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway, black, black lives matter too, by the way. So um, we are going to start with our opening story. It's from Joe. It's called Disc Golf Discovery. I went with some friends disc golfing. It was a beautiful, breezy day, and we were at mm. the warm-up basket practicing our putting. Man, they use the, <laughs> the lingo of golf, don't they? I didn't yeah, know well, that. Well, it's just like golf. I've it's never just, played. You don't use a driver. Really? Never have. I've seen the course. I've played a time or two. I think the little the little... The holes, I guess they would call them, you know, with the chains. The oh, they're yeah. called baskets. That makes I, don't, I think so. That's what I always called them. Okay, they're very cool looking. Like they're they're made to catch frisbees. You can tell. They but are. anyway, out of the corner of my eye, I suddenly saw someone wave in our direction. So looking up the hill, I saw a gaggle of girls. Ooh, a gaggle. I don't know that How that's what that? you call them, but. Uh, uh, there's nothing, <laughs> nothing wrong with a little gaggle of girls. I, I didn't recognize any of them, but I was certain that they were looking in our direction, specifically mine. So, I, oh yes, I tried to ignore the them. You know how you do with the girls. I, right, I, right. I, I'm constantly having to ignore them. But then I saw them wave in my <laughs> direction again, and with all the awkward friendliness I could muster, I raised my putter and I waved back. What the heck is a putter in 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 it's, golf? It's the small disc in oh. your. So you've got like different sized discs for, you know, like your driver is a bigger disc. No and then way. You've got, yeah. I thought it was just got, a Frisbee from Walmart. No, it's a whole collection. Goodness gracious. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. So he raised his putter and he waved back eliciting what looked like a giggle. A giggle from the gaggle. <laughs> eventually the girls left and I got back to playing disc golf. Unfortunately, I could not get the incident out of my head. How could you? For the of rest course. of the day. Gaggle of girls gave you a giggle. Oh, did I know them? Was, was I really so handsome that I attracted the eyes of strangers? Uh, I would be pretty perplexed, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some girls into fatties, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> as hard as I tried, I am at the heart a worrier. And I worried about the meaning of the encounter. Was she going to kill me? Was I going to be engorged by a gaggle of girls? <laughs> anyway, my <laughs> friends and I had just finished playing about 12 holes when we decided to call it a day and head home. On our way back to our vehicles, we saw them girls again. And they, oh. were, they were having a picnic. And they looked like they were having a good time. Suddenly, one of them saw us and started waving in our direction. Finally, 
I would find out if it was there, if I was their person of interest and what particular interest I was. So, hey, what's your name? My heart stuttered. The girl <laughs> who approached us and asked the question had not asked me the question, oh. but one of my friends. And I realized they hadn't waved at me either, but at my friend who was putting behind me. Mm. Feelings of relief because I didn't want to have to turn her down. Yeah, right. And disappointment, because <laughs> I thought she was impressed at my natural handsomeness, flooded my chest. Anyway, it turned out that my friend was too old for the girl who liked him. And so our lives continued as normal. I'm glad they figured that out early. You know? Yeah. Hi. How old are you? I'm 35. Oh, my gosh. Get away from me, you freak. <laughs> so, yeah. What? Okay. <laughs> We we had a good laugh over the encounter and reminisced about the times girls had approached us. <laughs> really? <laughs> John, if John and I were sitting on a park bench, I, I John, you might be able to do it, but I would not be able to reminisce about a time a girl approached us. More than one. I, I there uh. was one time, and you know who I'm talking about. The girl from youth group that approached, I think, every guy in the youth group. Uh. <laughs> yeah yeah just yeah <laughs> that one doesn't count that one doesn't count that one, no <laughs> but outside of that i don't have any reminiscences you know of girls approaching me anyway the moral of this story is make sure the girl you think likes you is actually directing her signs of interest at you and don't get your hopes up anyway broke you joe joe here's what you do when somebody waves at you or anybody okay anybody out there and so and a girl waves at you the proper response is not to wave back. It's to look at your, it's to look at them, point at your chest and go me. You just yeah. mouth the word yeah. me, me. And then they'll Him. likely like 99.9% .9 of the time say, huh, -uh. they'll, they'll shake their head. Cause they're in the distance. They can't yeah. hear you. And they will point. They'll put their hand up in the air and point over. Like, they, like they're yeah. pointing over your head. Yeah. The guy behind you. And then you can do the deed of turn around and say, hey, uh, George, there's a gaggle. There happens to be a gaggle up there. Gaggle of giggling gals. What other kind of gaggle is there? I didn't even need to say all that. It's a gaggle. True, true. Um, And they're waving at you. So anyway. Yeah. Oh, never had that problem personally as an ugly man. Actually, you oh, know well, what? I, I'm not ugly. I, I'll take that back. I'm just fat. I'm a good-looking fat guy. <laughs> I've decided. For, for, there you for, go. I'm probably <laughs> the best-looking fat guy, actually, that I've ever found. Because there's wow. even actors that are fat. And, and, they're, and, you know, but I've never looked at them and been like, you know, this looks pretty good. But when I look in the mirror, I, I do see um, that at my core, I'm a, I'm a cute fat guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll agree with you on that. Yeah. So, uh, but, most but, straight way. but, you know, I'm the only one that thinks that me and you, John. So I don't, I don't have now my car, my car, uh, yeah. attracts girls like crazy. I have to leave early every day so I can scrape the girls off my truck before I ah, go anywhere. Yeah. But I don't have that problem with myself. You know, I'm never no. tra attracting anybody. Um, <laughs> myself or my vehicle don't have that problem. So I mean, hey. every now and then a woman will honk at me and I look over <laughs> and they're just flipping me off. So <laughs> just telling you you're number one. Somehow I offended them in some way. So I, 
I I guess I have attracted females technically in the technical sense. That is an attraction. It's just a bad attraction. Mm. It's like an attraction at the fair. It's an attraction you pay money to see and you go in there and it's a two headed lizard. You know, it's an attraction. So that kind of thing. That kind of attraction. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, let's uh, mm. let's do weekly rewind. Okay. All right. So um, I was adulting. Only <laughs> 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 oh, millennials use that. Word. I was a. Uh, I was. Uh, I can't say. I I was doing that this week. You're being a grown-up. You're being a male. I had you to go and sign paperwork for a refinance on my house. If that's Ooh. not adults, <laughs> I don't know what is. That's life. Yeah. It's just life. Yeah. I'm 47. Right? I've, I've been an adult for a long time. So yeah. we don't call it that anymore. But At least if there's years, anything right? that fits in that category, it would be freaking the boring job of driving half an hour to sign a bunch of pieces of paper like a you read bunch them? no <laughs> i probably own monkeys now and stuff <laughs> there's no talent but anyway i mean they i, I might have sold my children i i don't know what i signed you might have i might have so anyway um hmm. So I I went in and I filled out all this paperwork and because of where I sat at the table, um, the papers were being passed in a circular of motion toward my wife and then me. I was told by the lady that I would be the flipper over. Like after I signed, it was my job to flip the paper face ah, down. Yes, yes, yes. So yeah. they know it's been signed. So I was like, okay, you know, my yeah, inner man, my inner man was like, yeah, I have a job. I will, I've got. I will take this seriously. I will do it to the best of my ability. Um, yes. But I also felt a little bit like a preschooler because it's paper and pens, <laughs> ballpoint pens, and um, and paper flipping. And it's not that hard of a job. And thank you like for door explaining holder, it to me. Right? Yeah. 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 Exactly. You get to hold the door for everybody else. Congratulations. You, you get to count how many seconds everybody sips from the water fountain. That was the best job because you could boss people and they never paid attention. So you got to boss every single kid. That's enough. Anyway, um, so I signed papers and I flipped them over and I signed papers and I flipped them over and then I signed some papers and I flipped them over and yeah. we were about three quarters of the way through and we're making small talk here and there. Oh, did you take the whole day off for this? Or are you just doing the blah, blah, blah? What part of town are you guys from? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Okay. This part is for the singular transparency of your lock and small. And we're like, what? Sign it and flip it over. <laughs> Just sign in and flip it. Yeah. So I was doing this and the pile was getting pretty high. And she goes, you know what? She looks at me and she talks to me like I'm a preschooler. She says, you're <laughs> the best paper flipper I believe I've ever had. And and, and for, for a millisecond, a little tiny part of me was like, oh boy, I've succeeded. Yeah. But then, then the millisecond passed. And the big James said, I'm 40 freaking seven. I can flip over paper. It's not a big deal. Why are you talking to me like I'm a freaking baby? 
I wanted to hey, maybe you can give me a job flipping paper. I wanted to uh-huh. flip her paper. I wanted to flip her over, and then the paper would seem like it was not flipped. I wanted to throw the papers across the table. And I told my <laughs> wife about this on the way home, and she's like, I don't even remember that exchange. And I'm like, no, that was a big deal for a guy. Because I, I don't need to be, a guy wouldn't do that to another guy. Oh, you're doing such a great job flipping them papers. I mean, dear yeah, Lord. I don't know. You know, you know, young man, <laughs> you're the best paper flipper I've ever had here. Never, never would they do that. Oh, <laughs> oh. I think that's why they separate men's and women's bathrooms, really. Because could you imagine there's a woman in there and you're going to the bathroom and like you just tinkled on the seat. Um, I think you need to wipe that up. And then on the flip side, <laughs> oh, you did such a good job in there. You did such a good job. Is some elderly stuck. woman, you know, is just doing her business and she just happens to notice that you did a great job too. It, it just, it's hmm. just, no, we okay. had to separate it. Sorry. Yeah, we do. And, you know, for the other apparent reasons, obvious reasons. Oh, yeah, that's right. The naked parts. I forgot about that. Right. I mean, I don't think I would feel comfortable with a lady in the bathroom. I wasn't thinking about that. I was just thinking yeah. about the duty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the duty? Accidental pun. So there we go. Oh boy. So anyway, I'm a paper flipper and I'm a daggum good one. So if you You're guys good, need man. paper flipping services, you know who to call. Look me up on Twitter or Facebook or Discord. Hey, uh, what's your rates there, James? What uh what kind of rates do you make for uh flipping papers, huh? Mm. Is it an hourly or a per page kind of thing? Yeah, I, I don't know. I haven't figured it out, but you have to think through that one. Through. It's the quality that we're going for. Um, I'm I'm a quality paper flipper. So. <laughs> a forty-seven year old paper flipper. Dad gummit. That. Dad gummit. I don't do much these days. I make podcasts. I live stream and I flip paper. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to flip something to her. All right. So, <laughs> anyway. Like what? Jen said Jen said that she noticed that the lady was checking out her outfit. And I didn't notice that. And Jen's like, well, her outfit wasn't very nice, so. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I couldn't tell you one thing she was wearing. And I'm like, there's the differences between <laughs> men and women right there. I'm having my own existential crisis over paper flipping. And my wife and this lady are having this silent contest over who's dressed the best. You know? Really? Yeah. <laughs> So the the paper flipper lady was was checking out Jen's outfit, yeah, or her own outfit, because okay. they both work for the same company. This was a, a bank oh. that my wife works for, and you know, okay. blah blah blah. And so since they both work for the same company, they were kind of sizing each other up, and I didn't even know. Oh, ladies, I wonder if she leaves bowls in the sink. Because <laughs> I mean, Jen's a great bowl flipper. Ah, uh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Uh, I feel like, sorry for the people that don't listen to all our shows. I do. <laughs> but many of them do. Anyway, what about you, my friend? Oh, my goodness. Well, James, I, I, have, a, I, I have a confession, I guess. Okay. Uh, I like confessions. I will be your priest. Uh, okay. Well, forgive me, my, my brother. I've the father. Call me a, father, dadgummit. Father, father, James, I've committed a, a sin. Uh-oh. Um. John, you're an angel. You're not supposed to commit sins. It was it was murder. Oh no, that's the worst one. It is, and um, I do feel bad about it. Okay, I do. All right, that's Uh, important. As as I do, 
with that. But it's not illegal apparently where I live because um, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what happened. I was in the yard the other day committing murder, and I look towards the the chickens that I have in my backyard. You know, I've just got a few of them. Yeah. Um, and and I see the grass is just kind of moving, <gasps> and there's this bird flying down and is like pecking down at something on the moving grass. And oh. I hadn't had a chance to cut my grass, so it was a little longer than normal. And lo and behold, in a clearing of the spot of grass comes this very large snake ah! that was being attacked by this bird. And I'm like, oh, no, this snake is coming from the direction of my chickens, ah. which means that the snake was probably trying to get some eggs or something. Yeah. Snakes like egg, and, uh, chicken eggs. They really they, do. They do. Yeah, they do. And I had found a broke chicken egg in there and I was like, oh, no, they'll swallow the jokers whole, man. Right. And then, like, spit up the egg part. Well, it, it was a very large snake, so I, 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 I opted to stop it where it was. And, um, and I, I had a shovel, and I, and I stopped you did it. it. And I'm like, I did. Well, I, I didn't kill it. I didn't. I just was, I, like, had pinned its head against the ground. I'm like, I don't know what to do about this, because this, this guy was getting aggressive, which I probably would, too, you know, if uh, a snake if somebody trapped me and um and then i was like james to my young son james it's like hey go get the machete <laughs> and, yeah uh, and so that's so what you're supposed trap. to say when you see a snake I, that's what i did so i, I had it trapped and um and, and james comes back he's like all right i got the machete and um i'm i'm like i'm double i'm thinking about it i'm like i shouldn't i shouldn't dispatch this thing i shouldn't end its life and um and so he, James can sense this about me. Yeah. And he says, he says, dad, it's okay. It doesn't have a soul. Ah, <laughs> yes, it does. It's an evil soul. <laughs> and so I said, well, how about you do? <laughs> so, <laughs> so he actually did the deed. Yeah. And, uh, Little James is my favorite. I'm going to get, people want him on anyway. So yeah, we're kicking you out. We're bringing on a snake killer. Okay. All, All right. right. Can you Sounds get him right fair. now? Can you just let's just do this now? No, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm, kidding. Uh, I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. Well, he's in the you know he's at home right now, and I'm at my office. So, uh, oh. so you're stuck with me, man. Man. But, uh, yeah. He he took care of it. I mean, I I kept it trapped, and he just took care of it. It it's its head. And um, man, when I picked that thing up, it was. Heavy. It was taller than I am. Oh no! Wow! Yeah. What kind of snake very, is that? I I don't know. Probably oh. the most docile, oh. friendly snake. Probably. It probably was just crawling through the grass to come meet oh. me and say hello. And <laughs> I was watching and guarding your chickens for you because I had noticed <laughs> there were some squirrels around. Snakes are terrible. No. And, yeah. and, and, and and you know I there, I know we have listeners that have pet snakes and your snakes are fine. Whatever. Just keep them the freak away from me. Yeah, and because I will hit him with a machete. I don't even have one, <laughs> but I would call well, for a machete. That sounds so cool. I'd, I'd be seeing a snake. I'd be like, Jay, bring the machete. And he'd be like, we bring don't, machete. but we don't have it. Bring a machete. And, okay. Okay, <laughs> okay, Dad. Okay, Dad. <laughs> and now take the snake's take head the- from its body. <laughs> shear, shear it from its body. Cleave away <laughs> its nasty little triangle head. Anyway. Mm. We did bury it, 
I mean, we Gosh. didn't give it as much of a funeral. Did as you, we did you use a post hole digger? <laughs> <laughs> no, but we had a good or conversation did you about dig a trench. No, did you, did you just, plant it vertically or horizontally. Uh, we had a good conversation about snake caskets. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Making a long snake. We didn't fail. We just we just took care of it. Buried it. It's gone oh. back there. In, I'm proud of you heaven. and your family. You guys oh, are thanks. rednecking up really good. <laughs> I appreciate You're it. You're not mowing your grass so that the, the toilet doesn't show. You know, I, I you didn't oh, say I, that. I finally sold the toilet. You sold it. I, did. I no longer have a yard toilet. There anymore. is somebody that is sitting on your yard toilet right now. How much yeah. did you get for your yeah. yard toilet? I think I sold it. I sold it for 25 bucks. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I was selling like an old vanity and sink that I had in my barn. And, uh, and he's like, yeah, I'm remodeling my bathroom. And I'm like, well, a, I just so happen to have a toilet back a here. Pretty, need one. That's a pretty nice toilet you got back there in the backyard. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> You are rednecking up good. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, 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 oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. I was going to say <laughs> some really, <laughs> really racy things just now because there's other things that go with becoming a redneck, but I decided not to because <laughs> I'm sure you love minorities. <laughs> what? Oh, he's. I was going to say your one Confederate flag away. <laughs> Jeez. I got to be honest. That is something that will never make us. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Uh, but, but uh, I, I actually, I'm glad I said it now. Cause now we can, we can, we can put you in a different category of redneck. Uh, you're not, you're not a, a hater. So I'm not uh, a hater. I'm a lover of all people. That's right. And regardless uh, of religion, race, or gender or whatever the other things i you know yeah we yeah. we love people and accept them and god loves you too so anyway um right. hey uh we got some listener email and it's very sim simple email it's two sentences and it sparks so much in me sheila gee yeah. from san rafael california writes love your show that's the first sentence thank you for your hard work on this audio treasure oh yeah and it inspired me. I was like, audio freaking treasure. We're an audio treasure. We are. And I'm like, I need to find a special sound to play when we say that. So I looked up in Google, and this is the first thing that came up. Welcome to the Treasure Hunt website. <laughs> Try to find the hidden diver in the picture on a screen. If you find him, click on him, and you'll be giving a clue. Where the treasure is buried. Good luck. I don't know. It was just the first sound that I found when I looked up at buried treasure. And I was like, this is precious. Some guy was trying to sound really mysterious in his tape deck a hundred years ago. And I'm going to play yeah. it on my show. So anyway, well. there's something about audio treasure that sparked a, a spark of life in me. And so what we are going to do is we're going to have our first ever story contest. Yes. I know. We're going to have a story yes. contest. Let me say it again. Story contest. Yeah, that needs its own sound wave right there. 
Okay. So here's the deal. Okay, I have to be. I have to say all of this stuff. Um, okay. We are going to be receiving stories for the next three weeks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here's the beginning. It starts today on six ten, and your entries must be in by June thirtieth. You must tag your story with the hashtag treasure in the subject line. It can be on any topic. Send it to james at nlcast.com. The entry must be read on the show. John and myself will be judging every week and mm. choose a finalist from the, 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 you know, each show. And mm-hmm. um, there are stories that have to be chosen to be read on the show. Okay. So no purchase is necessary. Only one entry per person. U.S. only. Sorry, guys. It's the law. And only if it's legal in your state. Okay, because there is a cash award. What we're going to do is we're like I said, we'll choose a finalist every week. But on the show on May 1st, we will choose a first place story from the finalists, a second place story and a third place story. First place will win one hundred dollars. I know. Right. Second place will win fifty dollars and third place will win twenty five the payments yes. will go out as soon as you respond in an email to me at james at nlcast.com and we will send them out via PayPal. Okay. And so yes. PayPal is how we're going to pay out your, your winnings. So get a PayPal if you don't have one. Um, I hope that covers everything, but I'm very excited about this. We've never done anything like this before. Yeah. And I hope it's just a way to get some excitement into what we're doing here. And we're going to try this. And if everybody plays nice and, and, and is really cool about it, because you're a cool community and you're not a bunch of greedy uh, buttheads, um, right. <laughs> it will be, it will go well. So again, entries start today uh, on 610, must be in by June 30th, tagged with hashtag treasure and um, judged by John and myself. And we'll Whoa. choose a finalist every week and we'll read them on the show. And um, it, it'll be great. So, so hopefully people that can covers send my in. I think so, right? So people can send in as many stories as they want, but only one. So, like, so like if if I send in five stories and one of them makes it on the show, no, and it's, that's the only no, no. So it's only one no. story. Here it is. You can send in as many stories as you want, but you would want to only tag one of them with hashtag treasure. And it's Ooh, and it's okay. just a good idea anyway, just FYB, um, to only send one story a week because I can only choose one story per person a week anyway. So oh, contest gotcha. or no, don't send in all your stories when you first find out about the show. Just send in gotcha. one story a week. And that way it doesn't get swallowed up by the inbox. Um, but yeah, choose your story well. Hashtag treasure. Um, and, and, you know, you can tag as many as you want, I guess, but I'm only going to choose one and, um, you know, it, it, but only one entry. So if your right. yours is read on the show and we don't choose it, that was your entry. Okay. So, you know, I hope, I hope it's all clear. I think so. Oh, it's a little nervous now. I'm a little nervous now, but I want to do it cause I love you guys and we can do this because of our patrons. 
And I yes. love our patrons. They support us every single month. And I would love for you to consider becoming a patron if you're listening to this show and if you're able to. I know many of you can't because we're in a weird uh, crisis kind of thing right now. But some of you can and you might think about it. Go to patreon.com slash that story show and consider signing up. Our, our starter package is $5, I think, a month. And that's that's like almost less than a cup of, of Java over at the Starbucks these days. It so, is so, pretty much. Yeah. So that would help us out a lot. And it would just be a little help, you know, from you. But it would mean a lot to us. And it enables us to do stuff like this. So we'll see how this goes. And if it goes well, then maybe we do it once a quarter. You know, it would be kind of cool. I don't know. Maybe a couple times a year. I don't know. I'm not going to hold myself down to anything. You can't hold me to anything. But um, send in a story and uh, hashtag it uh, with treasure because that was we're we're an audio treasure, John. We're treasure. I feel so honored to be considered part of a treasure. Just don't put me in a box and bury me. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And if if you find a diver, um on the website <laughs> click on it just uh click on it and uh yeah you'll, you'll, you'll get stuff we got an itunes review it's from eva she says i haven't laughed this hard laughed this hard in so long i love the podcast so much i was rolling on the floor when i heard the whiz waffle song <laughs> that, that, whiz waffle. that probably was the premiere that was the epitome and i will never be able to outdo it but anyway my family on several occasions have had to check on me because i couldn't breathe I've listened to so many of your shows, and I find that I know this will annoy tons of people, but I find picking at random episodes is the most enjoyable. I'm happy that I found this podcast about a year ago because it kept me laughing and happy through all of the COVID stuff, and I still have so much more to listen to. Thank you, James and John, for the laughs. You are like my second family. Well, Eva, clean your room. Yeah, and um, and put your dishes away. Yeah. And yeah, because that's what family does, right? We yeah. I I've never heard of people choosing random episodes. (laughs) That's they must scroll through and look at the titles and be like, yeah, Jelly Bean sounds like a good episode. I think that's probably how I would do it if I were uh, not on the show. You know, you asked me the other day what was the most downloaded episode of all time. Yeah, other than our first episode which I can't count because that, you know, everybody goes back and listens to the first episode. Yeah. And it's been around the longest. So, um, the other one is air supply. There's one called air, air supply. supply. And I yeah. swear that it's because it has the name of a famous band as its title, not air because supply. it's a great show. I mean, it's a funny story because my brother goes and, and tricks this kid into almost drowning himself. So <laughs> <laughs> air supply, they have a secret bucket under the water that they breathe in. But, um, yeah, it's a good show, but yeah, that was, I remembered that that was the most downloaded one before I changed hosts, uh, a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's because people are searching for air supply, the band and, and they, and that pops up and they're like, Oh, well, I'll listen to that episode. Well, I'll download that little, 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 uh, you know, uh, bait and switch tactic. There, so, so today's episode is called Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just that. That's right. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, Huey Lewis in the news. So there we go. <laughs> there we go. Let's do some listener stories. Hey, 
today's stories are sponsored by BetterHelp.com. What interferes with your happiness? Is something preventing you from achieving your goals? I mean, we do the best we can on the show, but happiness sometimes is hard to find. BetterHelp.com can assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Con- connect in a safe and private online environment. It's convenient. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. And it's not self-help, by the way. It's professional counseling. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. The service is available for clients worldwide, no matter where you're at. And there's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas, especially if you live in a rural area and you don't have many counselors to choose from. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you will get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash that story show. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash that story show. And thanks, BetterHelp. Dot com for being this year's main sponsor of That Story Show. We appreciate you. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, let's read some stories. Let's do it. This is called Pretty Apology, and it's from Ella Rogers, and it's a Mm. mean story. Uh oh. Yeah. It was a peaceful and frigid winter afternoon. That was until the Rogers kids came in after co op. My sister Ariel and I were in a fickle place at that moment. You know how it is. One moment you feel like your sibling is the best thing that's ever happened since the invention of video games, and other Mm. times you want to punch their face and slit their eyes out. Whoa. I've never been to that point. Never have. I've, yeah. I hated my siblings and I never wanted their eyes out. So me and Ariel were in particularly bad, quote, I literally wish you would jump off a cliff and die horribly, unquote, <gasps> mood. Dang, these kids oh need counseling. Goodness. Betterhelp.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they need to work out their issues. So we came slamming in through the doors, both huffed up to our rooms. <laughs> And though we shared a room, that's the worst. (laughs) I'm going to my room. I am too. And then you end up in the same room. We went to our adjoining loft beds and turned our backs to each other, mumbling through our moods. Later Mm. that afternoon, my sister turned to me with a sweet smile and said, I'm sorry, dear Ella. If it, it, it was my fault I ate all of your Oreos at lunch and smacked you on the head on the way home. Would you ever forgive me? Could you? Being the smart age of seven, I must have thought, I, I should have thought something was up, right? But no, I ate the pretty apology right up 
and responded with, yeah, absolutely. Mm. I totally forgive you. And I grinned from ear to ear as my sister insisted that we go to the tiny fenced backyard to see if there was any snow yet. Me not thinking straight, I agreed, even though I could easily have looked out the window to see that there was in fact no snow. My sister took my hand in hers and led me down the stairs, frolicking Mm. toward the back door. We both stepped outside to find no snow. What a shocker. But my sister had never meant to see if there was any snow, and she hadn't meant her apology. She pushed me on the ice in the frosty glass or grass and I and then ran toward the door and slammed it and locked me outside with nothing. I was in a tank top and shorts. What? I was barely clothed, not for winter, no sleeves, no long pants legs. So I looked around the small backyard. I saw a musty, crusty, utterly disgusting hand towel and I huddled under it like a homeless waif. Just picture it. I was almost in below freezing. I was in shorts and a tank top huddling under a small hand towel. And she left me there with nothing but a rinky dinky towel to keep me warm. What kind of heartless soul does that? No wonder why she wanted Mm. to slit out her eyes. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of thinking myself too. This is why they're homeschooled. It's because they're (laughs) psychos and their parents knew. And they're like, if we release them to the public, they will kill somebody. (laughs) Uh, It felt like days and nights until my mom finally realized I was missing. In toddler time, though, it was probably more like an hour or under. The moral of my story is always think of revenge on your sibling first or else you will freeze to death. That is psycho (laughs) thinking right there. (laughs) Wow. Think of revenge first. Is that what Ella Rogers learned from her story? Oh my gosh. How about Uh. just being smarter? How about that? Being the, 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 I'm retelling this story. Yeah, do that. I need some closure. The moral of this story is if your sister suddenly goes from being mean as crap to being nice as crap, (laughs) don't trust your sister. That's the yeah. retail part. That gone. There you go. Time has a way of healing wounds. Not. Oh, I wonder if they get along or if one of them's passed away. Outside. Is there a murder oh. investigation in the Rogers family? Has I got to be honest. Ooh. You reading that in their names, Elia and uh, and 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 Ariel? I thought this was a story about Disney princesses for a minute. <laughs> Disney gone dark. I thought somebody was gonna broke us somewhere, <laughs> and. Uh, Aquata, Alana, Atrina, and Ariel. No. Mm -mm. Our Mm -mm. sister, Ariel. She slits your eyes out. No. Yikes. (laughs) That's a scary family. family. Ella, don't send in any more stories. (laughs) No. (laughs) But if you do, and it's really good, make sure you hashtag it. Treasure. (laughs) Treasure. (laughs) I literally slit my sister's eyes out. Here's the story. Yeah. <laughs> I'm writing this with her blood. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's an email. What? So I don't know how that works. <laughs> but it's in red, so <laughs> Jeez. Um uh, I do not endorse or condone <laughs> any of the Rogers. Somebody in the chat room said that both of us must be only children. What the heck does that mean? (laughs) This is extra evil. I was 
the firstborn of five kids, I will let you know, people, the firstborn of mm-hmm. five, and I was a tyrant, and my the kids underneath me shook in terror when I walked through the hallways. So I uh. know what it means to have siblings and rivalries and stuff, mm. but I never wanted to slit their eyes out. I never wanted to yeah. like destroy them, and I was sure enough, smart enough to be suspicious of them. <laughs> I'm the middle of five, so I had it on both ends. There you go. You know how it is being the middle child. That's what it was for me. But, uh, yeah, I never wanted to inflict pain on them, just discomfort. (laughs) (laughs) Just discomfort. My sister threw a knife at me one time. Whoa! Hey. So, you know. Which one? Leanne. Oh, my. Yeah, it was a steak knife. It kind of stuck a little bit. And to you? Yeah. Oh, it hit you. It hit me and it stuck a little bit and then it flopped out. So it, it, it went in like one or two little, what are those little cuts, serrations? There we go. It went in a couple serrations and then it fell out. So it wasn't enough okay. to stick, but it stuck a little bit. It went in a couple serrations. Yeah. Well, uh, maybe it's a girl thing then about, <laughs> you know, slitting eyes out. I don't know. Throwing it. Maybe it's a girl thing. So I just want to tell chat room, by the way. That we, I, I know <laughs> what a dysfunctional family is, and that one out dysfunctions mine all over the place. Oh, man. The Rogers family, everybody in the 10 block area needs to move away because <laughs> they want to hurt each other. Anyway, go ahead and read a story. Okay, I will. I'll move this along. This is Rockfish, and this comes to us from Liam. Okay, so in episode 260, Christian, who is a former uh, host of that story show, for anyone who doesn't know, he was talking about how all of his fish died from a disease. Mm. I remember that, yeah. The story reminded me of a time when my family had fish. His name was Hunter. What a name. He was a a hunter fish, yeah. That's... that's, (laughs) My, I mean, my I, fish's name was Bubbles or something, and and it's yeah. Hunter. Or Gil. Hey, Gil, how you doing in there? It, it needs uh, to be buddy. a shark or something. Yeah, it, Maybe that's what it was. I don't it was know. Shark fish. Anyways, his name was Hunter, and he was absolutely the stupidest fish ever to exist. <laughs> Those are his words, not mine. That's a, that's a hard thing to claim because fish are dumb. I mean, yeah, what do they do? They... They aren't, I can't, I cannot think of any instance where a fish would demonstrate intelligence. But then again, it's been a long time. I don't know. Have you ever been on YouTube and looked up goldfish tricks? No. Do it right now. Do it right now? Pull up Google or YouTube and look up goldfish Uh, tricks just real quick. I'll edit it if I need to for time. (laughs) You probably will. How many videos are there? keeps going i know there so so anyway they say goldfish have a memory of like two seconds but that you can train them to, to to bounce basketballs and crap i mean it's crazy and swim in formation yeah okay all right <laughs> okay so well i'll anyway. watch that and i i i, uh, I just I want to officially corrected. apologize for my previous comments about how stupid fish are they're not very stupid <laughs> apparently not yeah at least goldfish aren't but anyways Liam's fish was named Hunter, and he was the stupidest fish, according to Liam, <laughs> to ever exist. He had this smallish fish tank where he spent his limited days in our home. Mm. We had some little decorations in there, and we had rocks covering the bottom, you know, like most fish tanks have. 
Well, Hunter had this pastime that no fish should have. He would swim to the bottom of the tank and dig his head into the rocks and get himself stuck. Stupid. <laughs> that is stupid. <laughs> Sounded like that fish might need BetterHelp.com. Um, Isn't that what ostriches that? do when they can't cope I, with life? It's just yeah, stick their but, head in the sand? Oh, <laughs> I guess this was a fish. Fish can't. I don't like water. Oh, my gosh. I can't handle it. I can't take this tiny place with rocks and stuff. Uh, well, uh, Hunter, now Liam continues. I can't even remember how many times I had to get this fish unstuck. Well, we had this fish for a couple of months, and, and that was long enough for my sisters to get an emotional attachment to him. Yep. However, I hated him. <laughs> I hated him a lot. <laughs> It was, I was the one who had to feed the fish and get him out of the rocks. Well, one fateful morning, my dad woke me up early and he took me to the fish tank where our beloved fish named Hunter was motionless Oh, with his head dug deep into the large rocks at the bottom of the tank. Of course. Gil's only been one way, man. You get past the gills, you're stuck. Stupid fish. What a stupid fish. Mm. Oh, there's fishes doing tricks on YouTube, and this dummy is digging his face in the dirt. <laughs> it's so stupid. That's why I'm saying this fish had some kind of self-destructive behavior. I mean, <laughs> it almost makes you believe in reincarnation for a minute, because <laughs> because it's like <laughs> I used to be the Sultan, and now I'm a daggone fish named Hunter. I want to kill myself. <laughs> no, I'll have better luck next time. Maybe, maybe I'll, I'll bury my head in the rocks. Maybe I'll be a snake in some redneck's backyard. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, well, if you're in mine, uh, let me just tell you. <laughs> That's the way to get ended. Um, anyways, Liam <laughs> says, I'm embarrassed to say that a smile crept across my face. But hey, I was eight years old, and I got to get out of doing a chore that I absolutely hated. Oh. When my sisters woke up, we told them the news. They were sad but I was still secretly happy that I didn't have to feed the dumb fish anymore. So twisted. <laughs> Sick kids, man. What is this? What kind of show are we running here? I don't know. <laughs> we had a short funeral for the fish named Hunter. And as I watched him get flushed down the toilet, <laughs> I said a silent prayer, thanking God that I didn't have to deal with this fish named Hunter anymore. Oh, let me just say, Liam, <laughs> Liam, you don't know what a chore is if you think that's a chore. Oh, all. man. Goodness gracious. If you've never had to, with all of your might, try to pull everybody's jeans out of a tightly packed washing machine after it's run its spin cycle, you don't know what a chore is. Oh. <laughs> mm. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, we, got a, the cat. we got a voicemail, and it's a great one. I want to go ahead and say easily the best voicemail story we've ever had Ooh. in the history i don't want to build it up too much but i loved it here okay it is, here it when i was a kid okay. i had a oh by the way it's called hunting for for uh it's called go for grief okay <laughs> is a gopher named hunter um you'll be surprised how the word <laughs> hunter comes into it all right here oh, we go okay. when i was a kid i had a labrador named hunter when see oh. <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> These stories all tie together it's somehow. It's a twisted macabre web we weave here on that story oh, show. Man. Oh, here we go. All right. One day I was walking with him in the woods. He caught scent of something and he dove into a wood pile and dug furiously with growls and excitement. I encouraged him, go boy, go. 
get it! He found a gopher and he killed it unmercifully. <laughs> Brought it home. I was showing him off to everybody. Look what my dog did! Not that I really have anything against gophers, personally. Uh, when evening came, I realized, you know, I'd probably better dispose of this carcass, respectfully. <laughs> so I went Go back to the woods and I respectfully threw it in a random place. <laughs> the next day, we were walking through the woods again and uh, some deer went running by. My dog had already broken many leashes before this and he broke the leash again because he's <laughs> determined to catch and murder one of these forest Ferraris. <laughs> Not that forest he ever Ferrari. has, but uh, he, he'll, he'll get one someday. So uh, off he goes. I don't see him for many hours. He comes back with a slightly smellier gopher in his jaws. Mm. I say, dang it, I didn't think you'd find this so interesting. I take it and return it to the woods. I walk much further, and I deposit it in a crevasse. Or perhaps a, 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 a hollow log, cover it with some debris, some leaves, return home. And I pat myself on the back because a couple of weeks go by. Seems like, phew, this gopher is going to biodegrade before my dog can find it again and, and bring a plague upon my household. But those deer, those deer, a flock, a pod... A congress of deer <laughs> drifted by one morning and off he sped. And I did not see him for many hours. And when he returned, oh. I don't understand. I don't understand how God made dogs this way. How he could hold in his mouth a thing so foul that merely smelling it 50 feet away made me want to vomit and faint. It was like Lazarus had been left in a hot car, wrapped in a tuna egg salad sandwich uh, instead of clean linens. And that was all inside a dumpster. And there was a cloud of sulfur surrounding it. And there were maggots. Wow. Oh, the wiggle, wiggle. <laughs> maggots. I was in his so mouth. mad at my dog. But I can't dig a gopher grave. I don't have Apparently the commitment not. or the strength to cut the roots and move the rocks. So I go into the woods and I find an ancient smokehouse. It's about the size of a refrigerator made of stone and mortar. It has an iron oh, door. That's cool. In it, I shove that gopher. I embalm it with grass and lilies. <laughs> I shove that sepulcher. Ha ha! My dog can't open doors. It's probably still there to this day. A little gopher skeleton. May it season whatever venison sausage or bacon future generations will cook within its cold stone walls. Bye. <laughs> she never gave her name. <laughs> it's her name's Amanda. Holy cow. Cheers. Oh. Storytelling like I've never heard <sighs> before. So that was I would have I would have that's a treasure right there. Yeah, I would have, I would have voted for that. That's, I mean, that's, all of our stuff that comes in is a treasure to me. But hashtag, that one hashtag treasure. No hashtag. Oh uh, man, good job, Amanda. Yes, thank and you. And I hope that Hunter never finds another gopher. Oh, so gross. 
<laughs> the maggots are terrible. And then they're oh, their mouth is cleaner than a human's. Well, I don't want <laughs> humans licking on me either. <laughs> I don't. That reminded me of that story where Every time I think about it, that guy who buried his dog. Yeah, and, and he dug up his predecessor dog. Yeah. <laughs> Champion was the name of that dog. If you if you want to look up the episode, it's called Champion. So Champion. Yeah. Oh man, we sing this song in church called Champion. <laughs> it's ruined now. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. All right. I got a story from uh, Henry Cowan or Cohen. Cowan? I would say Cowan. Cowan. Because it's more fun. Okay, Cowan. Uh, This is Big Bad Master Bob. Hey, James and John, I've got a kicker for you. So here it goes. You ready, James? I am. I've almost achieved the rank of black belt in traditional Taekwondo. Wow. But prior to practicing martial arts, where I do now, I practiced karate at another place as an early elementary schooler. Hmm. He must have gone to Cobra Kai. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, the environment at this studio was, to say the least, saddening. The Grandmaster, who we will call Master Bob, ruled the dojo with fear. Mm. I'm sure my little elementary school brain probably exaggerated things, but I remember him as a really mean guy. This dojo was also, it it also served as an after-school program. Students would arrive, do homework, and eat a snack, and then they'd practice. Several days prior to the story itself, Master Bob walked in holding the belt of a student that I knew in his hand, and he said, this is what happens when you misbehave. Master Bob had kicked that student out. Oh, I I thought you got turned into a belt. (laughs) (laughs) We melt you down into fibers. This was little Joey, and we turned him into a black belt. (laughs) This is what happens when you misbehave. I told him to sneeze into his elbow, but he wouldn't listen. No. He wasn't doing his math work either. So uh, this instilled fear within me, and I I couldn't have been more afraid. After a few days, I was sitting doing my homework in a hallway when a student addressed me while walking past me. You're going to trip somebody if you leave your foot out like that. I noticed my foot was outstretched, covering half of the hallway, but it was easy to avoid, so I turned back to doing my work. A moment later, I feel a sharp pain in my ankle and recoil my leg in pain, wanting to say something like, what was that for? But no, the student was now on the ground holding his ankle. Mm. A staff member walked over to us to see what had happened, and the student immediately pointed at me and said, he tripped me. Yeah, he did. He trippy. The student who had, yeah, right there is that just the truth, don't you know? The student who had openly acknowledged my easily avoidable foot and kicked it was trying to pass it off as if I had attempted to make him fall over. Unfortunately, I was silenced before I was able to even say that. The staff member grabbed a walkie-talkie and asked if anyone was available to handle us. Mm. A few seconds later. I hear the menacing voice of Master Bob over the walkie-talkie. I'll handle it. No, No, it couldn't be. Was this idiot LBB child going to be responsible for kicking me out of the after-school program that my parents were paying for? Would Master Bob walk into the class the next day holding my belt for all of my friends to see that I had been booted? Well, to my luck, I heard another staff member get on the walkie-talkie and say, No, sir, I've got it. The punishment instead was writing, 
I will not trip people on a paper repeatedly during Ugh, class. Still annoying. Still annoying. Keep calm and don't be an LBB. Hope this finds its way on the program. Henry. <laughs> well, this, this leaves me with some unresolved <sighs> issues. Yeah. Because that punk child who pointed out, hey, you're going to trip somebody with your foot out. He went ahead and tripped himself. He could have totally avoided that. Yeah, of course. He was being an LBB, man. An absolute. An One of the many L- tools of the devil. Mm, right yeah. there, right yeah. there. Henry, I'm sorry you had to endure that, but I'm sure that it made you a better person. I had a kid do that to me. I was walking back to my desk, and I had my jacket in my hand, and he grabbed my jacket, threw it over his own head, and said, James, stop it! And the teacher looks up and sees me with... The, the jacket over his head in my hand. And I got yelled at <laughs> and I was so sad. Uh, d- 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 the disgrace of it getting in trouble yeah. and it's something not you didn't being, do. Yes. Oh, it's still mm. one of my pet peeves getting blamed for something I didn't do. I've yelled at more people in traffic where I yell, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I cut you off and it was an accident. Exactly. Like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do it. Uh. (laughs) Anyway, this is called pirate practice. It's from Aaron. Recently, my daughter and her three little girls, five, three, and one month old came by to visit. Of course, a large part of that visit included my wife and I holding the new baby. And a large part of holding the new baby involved singing silly songs to her to help keep her calm and content. With the VeggieTales song, The Pirates That Don't Do Anything, being the infectious yes. earworm that it is, my wife and I, independently of each other, had apparently sung that particular ditty to our infant granddaughter a few too many times. <laughs> we are the pirates who don't do anything. Oh my gosh, you are so good. This came to the to be apparent when I was quizzing the five-year-old about her new little sister. I asked the five-year-old, uh, her, I asked her numerous questions about her little sister and, and said things like this. Do, do you play dolls with her? No. Do you play w- with the dog with her? No. Does she ride her bike? No. Or watch TV shows? No. Or do you play outside with her? No. And no. a number of other common five-year-old girl activities. The answer, of course, was always no. I finally, uh, or finally, most likely she got tired of the pointless questioning and she just lets out a sigh, the five-year-old. <sighs> Though looking fondly at her sister, she says, no, she doesn't do anything. She's just a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> she just stays home and lies around. <laughs> She's just a pirate. Aaron, Aaron wrote that in. I love that. <laughs> that is great. That is That's awesome. the best. I love it. I love it. Well, this is the Ben R Show for this week. You guys are amazing. Have you ever had anything happen to you, like your dog bring back a a gopher a hundred times? <laughs> have, have you ever sung a song to your baby and convinced their older sister that they were a pirate? Have you ever been afraid of being turned into a black belt by Big Bad Bastard Bob? Whatever your story it is, send it in to that story show at gmail.com and make sure you hashtag it treasure so you could be a part of our contest 
And if we used your story, we owe you a sticker. Email us your address. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. And thanks to our Patreons for your support. With special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Carrie Wright, and Christopher Tynan. Support the work we do and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, or painful happens to you, don't get stressed, don't get depressed, and don't start thinking they're waving at you because you're so dang handsome. Just think, oh, this belongs on that story show. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks, John. Thanks, James. Make sure you send in your stories. James at NLCast.com. Hashtag treasure. We will be back. That we shall. (laughs) (laughs) Shiver me timbers. Do do the Larry Boy voice again. Um, what do you want me to say? <laughs> uh, Bob, you're can so... you give me the thing? <laughs> hey, can I play music in the car? Sure. No. Do you like, uh, as I pull out my tuba, do you like VeggieTales? <laughs> yes. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.